Hi, thanks for tuning into the Expressing Motherhood podcast. My name is Lindsay Cavett. If you haven't left a review or subscribe, we'd love it if you did that. No obligations. Um, this is the last piece for the podcast. There are three kids looking over my shoulder. Yep, and it's Saturday, but you're about to listen to Jennifer Marquez. This was her second or third time in Expressing Motherhood, and Jennifer Marquez has worked in social services for over 24 years. She has raised over $120 million in new products, including socks, diapers, blankets, clothing, and other essential items for homeless shelters in L.A. County. She serves on three school boards at her kids' LAUSD schools to the horror of her teenager, she says, but plans to finally retire from all school volunteering this year to make time for other activities. Jennifer has a column in San Pedro Magazine and has written for other publications. She tries to not write about her family, but it is challenging when they give her such good material. She enjoys traveling and swimming in the ocean and taking pictures with her GoPro. Jennifer is happy to be anywhere that gives her a break from domestic duties. She is excited to return to Expressing Motherhood for a second time. It was her second time. Jennifer cracks me up. Um, So anyway, here she is, Jennifer Marquez in Expressing Motherhood. When I became a mother, I had no idea what I was doing. I was making it up as I was going along. I tried to imagine what a good mom was like so I could have something to aim for. Probably somewhere between the Leave it to Beaver mom and the Bewitched mom. I envisioned a good mother as a soft woman with a gentle smile. I was on the sharp side and had a natural scowl. I could reshape myself, I thought, anything for my children. In my mind, this good mother would effortlessly make meals. Three times a day, every day, she would drive the carpool, have a positive attitude all the time, keep an orderly house and have the right motherly answers and laugh when the kids argued with each other. Oh, you too, she would coo. But that was not my reality. My house is not clean. I serve in and out any chance I can get. And my kids drive me nuts when they argue. I wish I had all the right answers, but don't and call my mom friends when I need advice or use Google. I imagined a good mom would have a magical Christmas for her children. The house would be beautifully decorated, gifts perfectly wrapped, and the kitchen overflowing with homemade food. But there was one problem. Who in the hell was going to make this all happen? (laughs) I had no idea it was so much work until I was knee-deep into Christmas cheer. It was at that moment I realized there was no such thing as holiday magic. It was my mom making it happen all along, and now it was my turn. This whole mom thing was much more labor-intensive than I thought, and nobody saw the invisible hands in the shadows doing all the work. During the holidays, I could barely get my act together for homemade dishes like my frozen meatballs from Smart and Final with a bottle of barbecue sauce (laughs) thrown in the crock pot. I found myself racing around trying to get everything done, which is not what I envisioned as making happy family memories. I was the only one behind the scenes creating magic, and it was hard to be cheerful. Merry freaking Christmas. Now I understand why my mom was fueled by wine. It's the required (laughs) beverage for magic makers. Just like my mom, I was doing all this work behind the scenes and got zero acknowledgments because that went to a man named Santa Claus. (laughs) 
Then it hit me. I'm not making magic. I'm working for the man. Santa and his crew are all men taking credit for my hard work. Mrs. Claus is invisible. She doesn't even have a name or a voice. Just Mrs. Claus. Sound familiar? Instead of getting ready for Christmas, I'm unwinding women's rights by promoting the Santa figure as the one behind my magic making. I couldn't be a good mom if I let my kids grow up thinking a man was, re was responsible for all the magic when I did it all. This got me thinking about the reason for the season and the real man, Jesus Christ, and his man gang. Where were all the women in the Bible? Was I being a good mom teaching my kids once again that men do everything even when it comes to God, the big man? There is no way this entire world was created by one man alone. There are way too many details, and we all know who are the best multitaskers, women and gay men. Were the women behind the scenes doing the grunt work like me while men took the credit in biblical times too? How could I be a good mom to my sons if I kept up this masquerade? Between the Easter Bunny, Cupid, Santa, the Leprechaun, and the Tooth Fairy, the only woman in the lineup is the Tooth Fairy, a flighty character who often oversleeps on work days. <laughs> That's why Santa won't be visiting our house next year. He needs a break to take care of his diabetes from years of eating carbs and sugar. Mrs. Claus, otherwise known as Sandy, is taking over. Her management style is entirely different from Santa, who seemed to forget about moms on Christmas. Sandy ensures every mother has a nice gift under the tree that she did not have to buy or wrap herself. It's her mission to let every mom know that they're all good enough and that we are doing the best job possible. She prefers a nice vegetable tray over cookies and is more of a keto type if you want to leave something out for her. Next Christmas, when you look up in the sky, you may see Sandy in a solar power sled wearing yoga pants and a smile. She, like me, is coming out of the shadows as a badass girl boss and nobody else is taking credit for my hard work any longer. 